You're listening to Arrowhead Radio. He doesn't love us because we're good. He loves us because he's good. You can't steer a boat that's not moving. We, need, we as Christians, we need to start opening our mouths. And it says that he who believes on the Son has life, and he that does not believe um, does not have life, and the wrath of God abides on him. Uh, to me, one of the greatest things God did to me was give me peace, give me a hope, give me a promise. And I thought, I have eternal life. I'm, wow. I'm bound for heaven, and it's, it's forever. My name is Grant Fawcett, and I'm here with Marcus Cook. Yes, we are. And uh, we're uh, missionaries here at Arrowhead Native Bible Center. Mm-hmm. Arrowhead is a ministry of Northern Canada Evangelical Mission. We're located in central New Brunswick, and uh, our ministry focus is to uh, make the gospel known and available uh, to First Nations people of Atlantic Canada. So with that in mind, we've had a desire to launch a podcast uh, program um, under the umbrella of Arrowhead Radio. Uh, The first program that we're launching is this one that you're listening to called Hope to the Nations. Uh, And it's an evangelistic, gospel-centered outreach program. Mm -hmm. This has been something we've been excited about for a few years, and the studio's been in the the working progress stage for a while, and so it's, it's great to finally... Uh, see it come to life. Yeah, it's been pretty exciting. Uh, I think it's been two years that we were constructing the studio mm-hmm. and investigating, you know, opportunities and options and and what we could do. And we really felt like podcasting is our best avenue um, to uh, make available uh, gospel stories, which is essentially what the main focus of uh, these uh, programs will be. Uh, we have invited two uh, missionaries from NCEM to be the hosts. Yes, so that we don't have to be on here again. Yeah, this is the last, first and last time that you have to <laughs> listen to Marcus and I. You can be glad. Uh, Mark Dana and Venus Cote are going to be your hosts uh, from here on out. Mm-hmm. And I know this is the first episode, but we've actually done some recording with them already, and it's been really uh, interesting to see just being sitting in here with them recording, just their their testimonies, which you, you guys will get to hear, and their heart for the people, and uh, just for, well, I guess just for what Jesus is doing here, mm. and um, how he's worked in their lives, and then they're interviewing a lot of other uh, believers, and how God has worked in their lives. Yeah, which is essentially what a testimony is, right? Exactly. And when we, we use the word testimony, we really are talking about the story of life that has been impacted by Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so our our story of life, my story of life that Jesus has impacted is my testimony. Mm-hmm. So um, Mark and Venus uh, having great conversations. I've been able to hear some of them. Really excited for you guys to hear them. Uh, I think you're going to be blessed and encouraged and challenged uh, and uplifted by the work that God has done in so many people's lives um, that we've had the privilege of having come and share there. Their testimonies, their stories, um, the main character of their stories being Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you've never heard uh, the story of someone's life being impacted by Jesus, I think it'll be a real interesting experience, and hopefully 
um, help you understand what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a follower of Christ, and um, the difference in the life that it makes. Mm, just absolute transformation. And I think you'll hear in each story um, just a consistent thread of the transforming work of Jesus. A part of this podcast, too, is going to be reading the Bible, uh, the Holy Bible, the book uh, from which we take all truth and is our authority. Um, and we're excited to have it read by a number of different guests in different languages. Uh, so they'll be broadcast every second week will be uh, a reading of, of uh, the Bible. We're going to start with the Gospel of Mark, and it will be read in Mi'kmaq and in Maliseet and in French, and we uh, are looking into the possibility of having it read in Penobscot and Inuktitut as well. So if those are languages that you speak or family of yours speak, then uh, it might be a really good way uh, for them to be able to have scriptures read to them. Um, so every second episode will be Bible reading, and every second episode will be uh, stories of Jesus. Yes, yes. And so if you're hearing this, it's probably uh, the 1st of July. That's right. First week of July, and that's when uh, these episodes are going to be airing, one a week. And um, hopefully you'll be able to find it on your your favorite podcast uh, app or website mm-hmm. or on our website. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, should be should be good and exciting. Yeah, we're still making some final decisions about where we're going to post uh, host the podcast, but it will be available through iTunes, and uh, we're hoping, hoping Google Play, Sermon Audio, um, and hopefully Podbean. That's sort of the, the main area that we want to uh, host those. But you will be able to play them directly through our website as well. Um, no matter what we decide on, on hosting, we're going to have a link from arrowheadnbc.com that will take you right through to be able to listen to uh, each of these uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting. And so, Grant, uh, if someone uh, is listening to one of these podcasts and has questions about it or uh, wants to talk to someone, how would they do that? They can absolutely communicate with us through our social media. Um, one of our missionaries, Cameron, Marcus's wife, uh, manages most of our social media. Um, our email addresses and contact info is all on our website. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Pinterest. Um, the most central place to get a hold of us is through arrowheadnbc.com, so Native Bible Center, arrowheadnbc.com, and we would be happy to communicate with you uh, about the gospel, about any of the stories you've heard um, through the podcast, or uh, send you resources even that uh, that might help you to uh, grow in your faith. And we're going to leave you with a few clips from some of the recorded episodes that we've already done, and hopefully they'll just get you excited and give you a little bit of a taste of... Uh, this ministry and what's coming up. Okay, this is Venus Cody. And I'm Mark Dana. This is Hope to the Nations. Um, this is a ministry of Arrowhead Native Bible Center. And Arrowhead Native Bible Center is a ministry of Northern Canada Evangelical Mission, which is NCEM. And Venus, uh, you're from the prairies. I'm from the prairies, and I'm Soto. I come from the Cote Indian Reserve. And I'm from uh, Maine, New Brunswick, and uh, I'm from the Penobscot Nation. So we, uh, we're going to be getting together and having different people come in 
and just share how God is at work in their lives and how they came to know God. And, well, we're going to ask a lot of questions. And we hope that people will just feel free to answer whatever, you know. It's a ministry of encouragement. It's a ministry to those that are wanting to know who Jesus is and who God is. And uh, through the different testimonies, it will explain and answer a lot of questions that you've had in your mind about about Jesus and about God. And, and if you want to know God more uh, personal or in an intimate way, uh, this program will offer that and, and just give answers to the questions that you've asked in your life for quite some time and uh you might you might think that uh well i really don't know god and i really don't need him and in the long run you might not know him and you might not need him but in the long run you will come to understand why we need him why we want to get to know him that's right so we're going to talk about just about anything right even Uh, about the horses and the buggies and the old days (laughs) mark 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 (laughs) yes i was thinking about uh unchurched about when i first got saved that um i was thinking of my grandparents today and the difference between them and myself they were church people they went to church my grandmother was uh 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 Catholic and my grandfather was United Church, mm. but their wedding was arranged, so oh. she she became part of the United Church. But they were always church people, and she sang in the choir. And but when we came along, we had no minister, so we didn't have church, mm-hmm. and I really didn't know much about who God was and is. And uh, all I knew was that uh, he was the creator he made all things and that's all i knew and i knew absolutely nothing there were bibles in the house but never never read the bibles did it make any difference to them whether like being from one denomination to another i don't think it did because Um. uh uh they started going to church together, and uh, she uh, she grew to love him, and uh, so she she never ever mentioned that uh, the difference at all, and even I don't remember seeing ever seeing a difference. But all I know is that uh, they would they were they would go to church. Yeah, because some families that's a major point of contention, right? Yeah, but. That's kind of, I've seen that also with uh, people that really didn't matter if it was one church or the other. It was church, right? Yeah. And uh, I wonder what they were looking for in church, you know? I don't know. Um, my grandma never, never, like I spent a lot of time with her, and she talked about the old days, and I loved the stories, and but she never once mentioned to me about uh, not liking the church or different uh, belief systems. She yeah. never ever mentioned that. She just said she knew that she married the man that she was told to marry and and uh, that uh, at first, because they didn't know one another and 
and uh, she said that he was a, a good provider and they never lacked anything and he looked after her and and they never lacked anything and she eventually grew to love him and and uh, but she never ever mentioned any differences at all she just that was expected of her so she followed suit and they were the they were both uh, the same tribe right yeah the, did the families know each other uh, Quite well they had to yeah they had to make, to, to, make that. To, to make that match yeah yeah that's interesting because not too many people talk about that like today yeah the idea of arranged marriage you think of some other country somewhere yeah but it wasn't that long ago if it was your grandparents it wasn't that long ago and i'm sure there's more even more recent uh times when people were had arranged marriage huh? yeah i think there's a lot of wisdom to that in one way because if parents know are more experienced they care about their chi- their child and they know their child then they can kind of uh, can you imagine you picking mates for your kids i wouldn't try <laughs> that <laughs> or i tried that and then no, it didn't work um, uh-huh. no i wouldn't try that i mean it's everything is against that these days yeah right? but there's wisdom in that and the fact yeah. of relationship relationship with family so there's some kind of those those aspects that kind of got by the wayside because uh, a lot of times you don't have much of a relationship with your in-laws or the the family of the of your children's spouses sometimes yeah it's not expected necessarily but in that the relationship's already there <laughs> right and, yeah well we won't touch that one <laughs> but uh, I like the wisdom in that. Yeah, but you, you love your kids, and you want them to have uh, a mate that loves the Lord and puts the Lord first, and yeah, and uh, and you do. want you want the best for your kids. You really do, and and uh, you can't really choose for your kids. No, and obviously. There's abuses and every, like if there are people that would want to arrange a marriage for their own benefit, not for the benefit of the children and that yeah. kind of thing. And it gets like, just like any other way of doing things, there's abuses, right? In it. Yeah. Well, my grandparents, it worked for them and I love my grandparents. I love my grandfather and I love my grandmother. I couldn't have asked, asked for better grandparents than what I got. My grandparents became my parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what a heritage like to have that stability right there. Yeah. It's not always there, is it? No. So I I that's one of the things I find about Christ is that family is very important. I mean, in the in the fact of the concept of a family, right? Because in Christ our family are our brothers and sisters in Christ, and then we have our own families too. And there's so everything is family oriented in a way. Yeah, and if you don't have that family heritage, and if you have a family that seems to fight all the time and and have issues, and then you come into the church, and then you end up with with your Christian brothers and sisters who actually become closer than than some of your family. 
and uh, but you learn to respect that and, and you learn to uh, get some family background in the sense of that if you didn't have one and then you learn eventually to uh, love your biological family and start praying for them and exactly. and you know that uh, not every family is perfect but there's some skeletons in the closet but when you become a Christian, God just seems to work at those in those areas a little bit at a time, and and He just seems to uh, work it all out where healing and 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 lots of uh, things fall into place because of Christ. He is the healer. And your fam and your family's not as bad as you thought they were. You just have to learn to love them for who they yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, fault and all. Because we all have faults, don't we? And I know your faults, Mark. But I'm just mine kidding. Are a, little, <laughs> a little less, but <coughs> I'm just kidding. But I was thinking about Jesus and the fact of uh, being in a situation where he was teaching, and somebody came and said, "Your parents, your family are outside, waiting for you," and because he did have a biological family. Yeah. And Jesus said, "Well, my brothers and my sisters are." The ones that they hear the word of God and put it into practice, or that yeah. do the will of my Father, right? So, but he was also coming from uh, the God side of him, yep. as uh, opposed to being the physical being that he was, and uh, he had to uh, differentiate that. Yeah. Not that he didn't love his family; no. obviously, no. loved his family amazingly yeah well even when he was dying on the cross he asked them to look after his mother yeah that's that's really when he knew he was gonna what he was gonna face but then it would have been really hard on his mother yeah to watch her son go through all that abuse and knowing that he Pain. was God and knowing that he was gonna that he was gonna go to the cross, she knew that uh greater things were gonna happen to him and and yet the love was so great and and having to uh to think that's my son, but yet he was the son of God. And his death accomplished so much for everyone else. And for her too, but for the whole world. Yeah. It's it's really hard. I mean, as a father, I watch my kids and, you know, they have difficulties and pains and, you know, they have, they have all the problems of life like we do, right? And to just be able to say, well, they're in God's hands, I pray for them and I can do what I can do. But ultimately... I can commit them to God, and uh, God can help them in many, many ways, right? Um, I had a friend who passed away a few years ago, and uh, she came home, and uh, she had cancer, and it was stage four, and uh, she called me up, and I think you know who she was, and she called me up, and she, I met her for coffee, and she said, I want you to get me ready for heaven. Mm -hmm. And But we prayed for healing. Yeah. But we also, uh, I told her that God 
uh, may choose to heal, but then he may ch not heal. So you need to uh, realize that there may be healing and there may not be healing. And in the end, there was there was not going to be a healing, but the healing was that she was going to heaven. Exactly. And she had uh, three boys, and she said, nobody's going to love my boys as much as I love them. And I said, you're right. But I said, God loves your boys just as much or more than you love your boys because you know, you know your boys and he knows your boys. And we've committed them to, to God and you need to trust him with, uh, with your, with, uh, the lives of your kids. And mm. she said, are you sure? And I said, well, you need to trust him at that. And I said, you're going to heaven and your boys will remain behind, but you need to trust God with the journey that your boys are going to be on because we've committed and committed them to God. Mm -hmm. And uh, when she was on her deathbed and she said, are you sure Yeah. what you're telling me is truth? I said, it's all in the word of God. Yep. And she said, okay, I'm going to trust him with my boys. And then, and then she went downhill from there and, and uh, her boys are doing well. Her boys that's, are doing well. That's good to hear. Yeah. That's part of letting go, I guess. Yeah. Especially when you know that you love your boys so much, and exactly. and you're the mother, and and uh, and you got these three boys, and she yep. was struggling to stay here just for her boys, but she was not well, and she was just. When I told her that we need to trust God, and it's just like it was. Okay, I'm gonna do it, and she just let go, and it, and then, just in a matter of time, she was, she was. Uh, home with the she Lord. She was ready to go. Yeah. Having peace at that, with that. That's, that's, that's amazing, really. It's something that I guess we're all going to, at some point, have to let go of the people we love and yeah. let God take care of them. Yeah. We can't always be there. We always feel like parents and we're always going to have that love and concern for our kids and for those that we love and mm. we, at some point we might not be there right i pray for my grandmother's salvation um after i got saved one of my biggest concerns was was her because mm -hmm. i loved her so much i would send her letters and i would always talk about the lord and, mm -hmm. and that she needed to know him and i prayed for her salvation and and uh and when i was when i finished bible school i was mo moving to the east coast and I told her, I can't stay home and look after you if you want me to. Oh. And uh, she said, they need you more than I need you. And I think that was the blessing from the Lord that I needed. Absolutely. And, uh, and, I, and he already had a plan for her. Yep. And a few months later, uh, uh, she was sick in the hospital and, sh and uh, missionaries came to see her, Frank and Mary. Mm -hmm. And she said, I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my heart to be clean. And she was rubbing her hands together. And so th they led her to the Lord. And, uh, and then wow. she said, now you can tell Venus that, <laughs> that I'm, I'm a Christian now. And, and uh, a few months later, she went home to be with the Lord. And at the funeral, I knew 
Her testimony spoke louder than anything that I knew she was in heaven, that there was no reason for me to cry because, and I didn't cry because I knew that she was in heaven. And that's what my desire was for her, was to go to heaven. And she made it so much easier for you. Yeah. Because she loved you so much that she gave you the freedom to come down here and then also let you know that everything was all right with her. Yeah. That's a, that's a wonderful freedom, huh? Oh, my goodness, yes. Just goes to show if you pray for someone, don't give up. Because so many times I wanted to quit, and the more she drank, and, and I said, why am I praying when it seems things seems to be getting worse? And they said, don't give up. It's going to get hard before it gets better. That's, that's exactly what, that's right. That's what I was told. And, and I had it, to believe that, so I didn't give up. And it did play out that way. It did. Yeah. That's some that's something that I was, you know, thinking about just recently about praying for people. We seem to give up quite easily when we don't see results, right? Mm. But we shouldn't. We should keep on praying. Yeah. Because God for God, he's in he's in control of the plan of for their lives, right? And the timing. And we're just people that care about them. And bring them to God, right? Bring them before Him to, because He wants us to ask Him. He wants us to express our love for someone to Him, which is a, which is a great, great thing to do. And uh, yeah, we should do more of that. This has been a broadcast of Arrowhead Radio a ministry of Arrowhead Native Bible Center. Visit our website at arrowheadnbc.com for more information. Look for a new episode next week wherever you find your favorite podcasts.